Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So... What's with television these days? It sucks. Like even, it's funny because you switch over to streaming so you can binge watch things. But the problem is there's still a finite number of episodes. And so when you binge watch, eventually you're done. Mm -hmm. Even on an 80 episode show, mm -hmm. eventually you're done. And then it's like, now what? What do you watch? And then when your new shows don't come on mm -hmm. until like who knows when. I know. You're stuck with nothing to watch. It's kind of annoying. Well, it is annoying because I like to be entertained by that in the evening to unwind and, you know, get things out of my head. But I found something kind of cool by accident, actually. What did you find? You know how like these shows like 2020 and 48 hours and 60 minutes, they do multiple segments per like Dateline? however long their show is or Dateline. Yeah. Right. Like they do these multiple segments per show. Most of them. Dateline doesn't really. It usually talks about like yeah. one thing. But take the commercials out. It's only 40 minutes long. Yeah. I found these shows on YouTube and their segments are there on YouTube. Which is pretty freaky. Now, the only thing that's annoying, and I can't believe they didn't plan this. So I believe they must have used some automated process to do what they did. Mm -hmm. But like there'll be how some crazy lady um, worked with her man she was having an affair with to kill her rich husband so they could get all the money and run away together and it'll be a three-part series and only have part one and part three or part one and part two i wouldn't even mind if they only had part one and part three at least i'd see the conclusion when they do part one and part two and there's a third part i don't see the conclusion that's rude it is rude super rude so how do we fix it yell at them but how i mean it's free content complain search harder for part two well and it, it kind of made me laugh at the people like when we were we'd been watching the chris hansen to catch a predator mm -hmm. and then there was that video today that i happened to come up in my list and so i watched it and it was basically saying that the investigations were handled poorly and they gave an example of one they did in texas where out of 28 people uh 26 of them got off the charges mm -hmm. were dropped um and how it was poorly done etc cetera, etc cetera, et cetera. and they were bashing him one of the things they bashed him for was starting a youtube channel promoting uh, an interview with somebody that was, I guess, really everybody wanted to hear the interview and then putting it behind a paywall. Why I don't see what's a, wrong with that. Why is that a problem? Well, what does every podcaster on Podcast One talk about these days? <sighs> well, Having on this show, on this show, we talked about this, but on the Patreon episode, we talked about this. And what's the Patreon episode? Behind a paywall. Yeah. That's how they make money. Exactly. How about you because, don't judge? Because it's a lot faster. Everybody knows this. Everybody's mm -hmm. known this since the internet became a big deal. It's a lot faster to make money off of membership content every month than it is to make money off of advertising. Because someone like our size 
if we came up with a good concept that people liked for a paywall mm-hmm. and we worked hard enough to promote it with what we know now, we could probably make a couple grand a month easy off of it. Now, that's not all the money in the world, but it's a couple grand a month. Hey, it it's pays a lot for more than we're gonna, and, and it's a lot more than we're going to make off of advertising because we have to get to like 100,000 listeners before you really have the base that you need in order to make decent money at advertising. And even then, I don't think you'd make a couple thousand dollars a month. He starts unless really you were, small. Unless you were huge. It was like bands always joke about, you know, oh, our stuff. People say, oh, you're, you're so lucky. Your stuff is on Spotify. And then like Bill always says. Yeah, and then it. I got my two cent check for the six month period prior. Because it's like thirteen one hundredths of a oh, cent. And by something. the way, that six that that two cent check has to be split with all of the bandmates. Yeah. <laughs> so like, basically, they each get point four of a cent. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you'd think that Spotify would hold your royalties until it reached at least a dollar. Yeah, it's crazy, but that's what I would do if I was Spotify. Who knows? Maybe they do, and maybe he's just exaggerating. I'm sure but, he was. But you're being ultra specific at this point, so let's not let's not go there. Let's it was be, something I was curious be, about. I didn't realize it wasn't you know what, allowed though? to go there. Everyone, they must because everyone else does the same thing. Like even the Kindle thing, mm-hmm. you don't get paid until it hits five dollars or something like that. Days. Yeah, well, that makes sense. It's twenty dollars or ninety days. So that makes sense. They don't hold your money it. forever, but they hold it long enough that it's worth their while paying you. Right. Although I say, when everything's done by like PayPal. Um, or, you know, online payments, ACH, whatever. What's it, what's skin off your back if you send 36 cents? Because they still have to pay somebody to make that payment. That's true. They have to have someone process it. Right. That's true. Well, like I know much, how much time I spend processing payments for one of my clients. Yeah. And sometimes the invoices are like $8 because they bought a lock and it's annoying. Like, why couldn't you send that with your regular invoice three days from now? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. But back to what this Chris Hansen thing. I think most people, if you ask them, should he be able to make money off of what he does, would say yes. Are you allowed to make money off of what you do? Of course. Is she allowed to make money off what she does? Who's she? This person that's sitting on the couch ignoring us? Sure. So, like, why wouldn't he be able to? What's the difference? Right. Just because he's Chris Hansen. Well, here's the thing. Ask yourself another question. Do you think some of these people run, like, online businesses that say that he shouldn't be? I mean, clearly, the dude released a YouTube video, right? Yeah. You probably run some kind of online business. I would think so. And don't you get told when you're marketing an online business to give away value for free? I sincerely hope. So that hope. people pay for what it is you want them to pay for, right? It doesn't say the things they want to pay for. It says what you choose to charge them for, right? So if you wanted to give an entire online course away that's worth $2,000, mm-hmm. you're allowed to do that and then sell the $10 book because you did the math and you're going to sell a million of the books. You're only going to sell 10 of the courses. Right. So you might as well give them away for free and make the $10 million versus the um, 20000 that you'd make off of the courses. Just makes sense. Right. Totally. But people decided the course is worth more money. It should be what you charge for and not the other way around. Well, so you give content away for free, right? So that you get people to pay for it. Well, he's giving content away for free on YouTube to get people to go pay for his paywall Well, site. and it's not free to do what he's doing. No, everything, even the free content that he gives away costs money. Right, because he still has to set up the whole thing, and he still has to pay for cameramen. He's not doing it all himself. He had to buy all the equipment. Well, and the thing to remember, too, is he's no longer working for a network, so it's not as though it's not as though the network has, like, multiple shows that can help pay for this stuff. 
Right. So the better ones that do really well help to pay for the others. No, it's him. He has to count on his ability to bring in money, period, the end. Correct. And so he gets to choose what you pay for. And guess what? You get to choose whether you pay for it or not. That video you were watching today was 100% created by somebody who fell into his trap. Yeah, I think There's so, There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Or they're a friend of somebody who fell yeah. into his trap. They're connected somehow. But, like, what I don't understand is why they feel they have a right to tell him what he can and can't charge for and how to go about it and all of that. Because just like someone said somewhere, like, oh, I oh, I know. When we were talking about Matthew's video and the person was like, you know, that was like Hannah, whatever, Tana Mojo story time. I wasted all that time listening to that. Well, guess what, dude? In the first 30 seconds, when he continued to talk, if you didn't like it, you, you could have shut the video off and moved on. No one forced you to watch it. You made that choice. Just like no one's going to force you to pay for the interview. Oh, but I want to see the interview. Guess what? Then pay Guess for what? it. I want to see the movie playing with fire. I want to see it. Should you be able to see it for Should free? Should I be able to see it for free just because I want to see it? No. no. And that's I mean, where... it'd be great if you could. But that's not how the world works. Right. And if you want the world to work a different way, move to a country that's not a capitalist country. Now people, how about are, that? now, people are probably asking themselves, how come they're talking about this when they started out talking about entertainment? But it's so totally related because you kind of tied it all together for me. Like, should you be able to watch it for free? Well, some people are going to say that with a movie, you wait. And then it comes on Netflix and you get to watch it. Do you pay or for Netflix? it comes on Philo and you get to watch it. Or it comes on HBO and you get to watch it. Or it comes there or there or there or there and you get to watch it. And that's the answer to that's the question. So I pay fourteen something a month for Philo. If something shows up on Philo that was charged as a pay per view, I'm still not watching it for free. I'm watching it for less. Yeah. But I'm not watching it for free. I'm still Correct. paying to watch it. It's part of my subscription fee. And at the rate we use HBO, every time we watch a movie on there, it costs us about 15 bucks because we watch HBO like once a freaking month. You know what, though? I was thinking, it's funny that you say that. I was thinking about that today. We need to expand our browsing I have been. into both Amazon and HBO. I, there's because nothing there good are on people, Amazon. There are people who swear by Amazon. Blech. Which, by the way... I'm still investigating the Hulu TV and whether it's worth it because of sports, because the sports is the big thing. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people are saying the sports on there is good. Um, you notice what I've been watching lately? Sex mm. in the City? Yeah. It's on HBO. Yeah. I have been currently utilizing our HBO subscription. Well, that's important. We need to do that. But Other than my, that, we need to cancel it. But my point is that ultimately, <laughs> if you want to see something right away and be entertained and be like on the cutting edge, you pay. And if you're willing and you still want to see something, you but pay you're willing, more. And yeah. And then when you're, when you're, you pay up front real quick, a lot more money. But then when you want to see it, but you're willing to wait, you still pay. You just pay less. And it makes sense because you weren't one of the first ones to see it. You're one of the last ones to see it. But it doesn't really just matter like to me. If you buy the new iPhone on September 22nd when it came out, you pay more than somebody who buys it next year in August. Well, and this is the first, you know, that's a good example. That's like the first time we've done that in Ever. ages. And the same thing with the movies. We don't generally watch a movie when it first comes out. 
because we're the type, the we don't like theater. the crowds and having to stand in line extra because, you know, there's going to be this line to queue up to get in. There are two movies I've that. ever waited in line for. Well, but you realize something going back to entertainment. There's movie theaters that are like Harkins. Uh-huh. And then there are movie theaters that are like Krikorian. What are the difference? Do you remember the difference? Well, Krikorian, you, you get to pick your seats now. Since when? Since they upgraded the seats to the comfy ones that recline. Okay. But, so it's not a but, good example anymore. But recently, they were not able to do that. You compare it, compare it more to like the theater in Garden Grove or something. So the Regal. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, re- let's compare it to the Regal. So you got Harkins and Krikorian mm-hmm. versus the Regal. You choose the Regal to watch, let's say, the newest Star Wars movie or the newest comic book hero you're movie. You're going to wait you know. in a dog ass You're going to have to go there. or you know, First of all, you're going to have to buy your tickets super flipping early, and you should probably buy them online. Yep. And then you're going to have to go there, and, wait and you're going to have to be there at least an hour before the show time because you're going to have to wait in line because otherwise you're stuck in the front row, yeah. which is the worst seats in the whole entire place. Especially play. for Star Wars. So there's that. Or you can pay a little bit more money for a place like Harkins or Krikorian, and it is a bit more expensive. Just a couple of dollars. Even their concessions are a bit more expensive. So, you know, you pay a little bit more overall. But isn't it worth it for the convenience of you could show up. The movie starts at 2. You could show up at one fifty-five, and walk right in, and there's your seat all reserved for you. You're good. Um, this, The two movies I waited in line for are the two parts of the last Harry Potter movie who went on opening day. The people I went with dressed up. See, that's very different from my time. We waited in line for four hours. But that's another way entertainment has changed. Because in my time, um, we always waited in line for movies. Like, that was the thing to do, was to go to the movie when it first comes out. Like, the first weekend, still you want to go see still a thing people do. And just not would, me. And we would wait in line and wait in line and wait in line in Westwood for movies. Always. Yeah. But the one that I actually, like waited the most for ever was when back to the future three came out the theater showed back to the future one and two and then premiered back to the future three and you paid the same price as if you would buy the one movie but there were limited seats it was like let's say the theater could hold 500 people the max they would sell is 400 the theater in lethbridge did that for the harry potter movies they had a four-day marathon, and you paid one ticket price. To see the whole thing. And then you could pay one price, and you got ref- unlimited refills on your popcorn and your drink. Yeah, same thing they did. And it was like 150 bucks, and yeah. you could go for the whole week. But back then, that was unheard of. Unlimited yeah. refills on yeah. anything was yeah. unheard of. But it was it was expensive, and we did not do it, but it was super cool. This wasn't nearly that expensive. It was also a lot Longer ago, when well, movies weren't like fifteen dollars each, it was also more movies. Doesn't the Harry Potter thing have like five movies? Eight. Okay, well, this only had two yeah. at the time, with the yeah. third one coming out. So, you know, it wasn't they weren't going to charge you an arm and a leg. But yeah. that's really when you think about it, one hundred and fifty bucks. It wasn't bad on some levels. That's a terrible deal for eight but, movies and unlimited. But on concessions, a lot of levels, it's a great bad. deal. Depending on, I think it really depends on. The only people who are going to really be like, yeah, I got to go do that, are like super diehard Harry Potter fans. If I hadn't been in college at the time, we probably would have done it. But when you don't make money. But, well, right. Know? That's But that's my point. And you know, but you'd also have to be a super diehard. Because someone like me, 
I ain't going to just take the kids to that. You're right. I'd be going by myself. I mean, that's just not happening. <laughs> so, you know, but entertainment has changed a lot. I think, I think it's changed a lot because of how the world works now. And unfortunately, we've, we've been trained that someone should give us something first to show us what they're about before mm-hmm. we'll take out our wallet. And it, it kind of makes sense because even things I see like the massage gun thing or even the package for the for the presets for Premiere, I've seen those same ads from those times. companies like for months. And I watch what people's comments are about their ads. It's like BarkBox. Their salesperson is harassing me hardcore. To order bark box. Well, sure, but but my point is that I've watched and watched and watched and watched and watched and watched to the point where I know what their product is mm-hmm. about, and I've read the people's comments in the Facebook ads, and you just, and you just so that's one area where Facebook ads are actually, in my opinion, more helpful than Instagram ads is that Facebook ads have actual comments on them that you can be like, oh, they bought it and it sucked, or the customer service was terrible. Exactly. Because like what I was gonna say is even then though been watching those two things and i bought the things for my feet they're gonna originally the things that it would be delivered within nine business days they've added seven more potential business days to that isn't that great something that i need and that they've been advertising forever and then the presets thing he didn't send me the download link but they were awesome i think they're they were having problems with their email because once i got in touch with them via messenger Five minutes later, I had the download. Well, the massage gun is taking forever, and yeah. it's just annoying, but whatever. Yeah, it's really weird. And and that's the thing, though. Think about it, though. When I was, when I was like in my early to mid-20s, something like this would be – because first you have to mail the order in. I know. Or you have to call uh-huh. the order in. And then they usually they process, mail. And then they process the order, and then they ship it out to you. Four weeks later, you're like surprised that you got something because you had already completely forgotten that you even ordered the damn thing. And now we're like, come on, Amazon. I know. 10 a.m., I want it by 4 p.m. today. And they'll do it. It was something I like super realized when I went back to Canada, how much you take like convenience for granted when you're there and 30 minutes later, Facebook still has not loaded on their three megabyte satellite internet. And you're just like, how did I ever live this but way? But they don't complain about it. No, because they don't know any better. And you, when you were used to being there, didn't complain about well, it. Well, they had dial up when I still lived there and I did complain about it. But, but. <laughs> when you used to stay there when I would talk to you, you didn't complain about yeah. it. And that this time it was the first time you complained about it. And you complained a lot. But that's because really I bad. spoil you with 300 Mbps um, down and like 100 Mbps up. Did you I know spoil you can you get 960 from Spectrum now? Yes, you can get one terabyte. They advertise it as 960. I don't know what the cost is, but I think it's very similar to what we're paying for our 300. Well, might might want to switch then. Yeah. But the point here is though that like you're right, the convenience it's what drives everything these days. Oh, I know. And that's why you stream things because guess what? I get to watch it when I want to. And this is going to sound funny, but I think back to 1994 and reading Bill Gates' book, The Road Ahead. Mm -hmm. And in that book, he talked about how there would be a day, get this, there would be a day when advertising would hit you based off of your likes and dislikes. Mm -hmm. And now it does. And at the time, you think to yourself, how are they going to deliver television ads to me based on my likes and my dislikes? Mm -hmm. Well... 
Because all you knew was television. They don't yet. There's all these other ways to get advertising. Social media. Yeah, who did, right? And then he talked about how, yeah, let's say you know your favorite TV show comes on at 8 o'clock, but Junior's baseball game goes into extra innings, and it doesn't get done, and you're not home until 8.30. Mm-hmm. Back then, if you didn't think to put the tape in, you missed it, and you were going to oh, have to catch it another time. But he said, but what's going to come in the future is you'll be able to just turn that show on at 8.30 when you get home and start from the beginning. Uh, Yeah. That's happening right now. Oh, my God. So my parents had satellite TV, but their satellite dish was broken, and they didn't want to pay for it anymore, so they just canceled it. So they only got, like, four channels. And the... I Yeah, okay. And the screaming that would ensue if someone forgot to change the channel on the TV so that they didn't get their 7 o'clock show and their 8 o'clock show both on the same tape. It was always somebody's fault. There was always a hissy fit about it. <laughs> And now they can record two things at once on two different channels with their DVR. And I still think that's barbaric because we can record all the things anytime they're on. We don't even record on. anything. Well, we kind of save it on Philo. But we like don't record. Save it on but we don't DVR. record anything. Even if we didn't have it saved, we could still search it and play it. Like I know, that's the amazing I know. I thing think about it. It's barbaric. Their their entertainment and just entertainment has changed. But at the same time, it's changed for the better, but it's also changed for the worse. because It's made us more impatient, that's right. for sure. Right, we're so impatient, and then we expect everything now. Like, even Netflix. Netflix takes over the idea of, here, we're going to create original shows, but we're just going to go, here's, episode, here's season one. Oh, it's so annoying. You know? But then, there's a few shows that I've watched on there that where are weekly. they do it weekly, and you, then you want to kill them. Because you're like, well, wait. So, like, neither way is good. Just it's like... I'm watching This Is Us, and I'm all caught up, which is strange My for me. My condolences. Shut up. And then I want to watch like three or four in a row, but I can't because I'm all caught up. It's annoying. Yeah, entertainment has just gone in a different direction. Streaming goes the way to go. I don't know why people pay for cable anymore. I don't either. But, and come on. Even the cable company knows this. What do they continually send out? Their stupid little custom cable situation which is essentially just streaming yeah but i'm telling you that's where the streaming services are messing up the most brilliant model that i've seen is the kindle sling. unlimited the kindle oh, unlimited is, is brilliant why is sling good it's just like any of the other no, streaming you, services you pay their base price and then you can add all you can do all the little add-ons of five dollars if there's things that you additionally want got which it. is why we got rid of sling because we had it, everything covered with other streaming services, but Sling itself was good. Well, and we, if you remember, their interface kind of sucked. On the Roku, it was awful, yes. But the point is, you find out rather quickly that you probably could get away with a Kindle Unlimited model where you can only have a, you know, let's say they give you 20 channels at a time. And you can only change them like once a month. Once a month, you change them. Well, it'd be easy because that's what happens in the natural ebb and flow of the TV. Our shows go away and we switch to a different channel that we're dominating watching their stuff. We probably have like 10 channels that never change because they always have something we're watching like TLC. But then there'd be channels that we change all the time, like Lifetime. We're not watching anything on Lifetime right now. Mm, That's true. And you could change it. I mean, I you know, it's so funny. When I first started messing with the Kindle Unlimited, I'd be like... Oh, but I want to read that book soon. 
oh, I don't want to clear it, but I really need to read this chapter of this other book so I can fix this problem. And then I'd be like, oh, what am I going to do? And then it hits me. You're a moron. You're not going to, you need to read this other thing first. So go ahead and return that thing. Read Mm -hmm. this other thing first, then go and get the other thing back and return this thing that you're finished reading. Like, it's not like it's going anywhere. And you can take out 10. Yeah. Well, and and the best part about that one is you can switch them as much as you want. They don't care. You're right. They don't. I like Kindle Unlimited. I'm glad that weird Upwork dude got us into it. That was one weird Upwork dude. But anyway, I think, I think that entertainment has changed our society for the good and for the bad. And we've talked about why it's all about the, instant gratification i want it now mentality that people need to change that's that's just the bottom line and i mean well it it's just different because we even started out this episode being one of those frustrated people going oh what's going on with tv there's nothing good on tv right now well yeah it's because we are binge watchers we're and we're flipping demanding yeah. Oh, but it's why I do things like like leave the Ink Master shows. I let the whole season play out before I go watch it. Because I know there's going to be days where I'm going to want to watch three in a row. And there's days I'm only going to want to watch one in a row. Can't do it with This Is Us. I try. You know what? That doesn't surprise me. That show loses me in the first five minutes of every episode. And by lose, I don't mean disinterested. I mean, what the hell is going on? Who is that again? Why do they care about that person? Do you remember, How are they related? Do you remember when Lost. you were watching that Mexican cartel show that I can't remember what it's called? Uh-huh. And I wouldn't watch it with you because I didn't want to give it my full attention all the time. And it uh-huh. had subtitles and I don't understand Spanish. You're the worst. That's why you can't get into This Is Us. Because you don't give it your undivided attention. Which is totally okay. I get it. No one ever told me I had to. Well, I suggested it to you. But if you give it your undivided attention... Then you'll start to see the cues that they've switched times times, and then he doesn't you know, get as much attention anymore. I swear. The first five minutes of that show, I'm going, huh? Yeah. What? Yeah. How did, what, what are you talking about? And who are you? Where did you come from? I've never seen you before. And they just people just show up, and you're like, all right. You have to give or, it like undivided. Or it's like they're talking about a person like they're dead. And then the next thing, the damn person's on the screen talking. And you're like, wait a minute. Didn't you say they were dead? It time shifts a lot. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot. That's kind of yeah. why I like it. It it it, lo- it loses me quickly because anyway. of that. So I think we've killed the that's horse. That's the deal. The horse is dead. That's the deal. Entertainment's good. Hey, but by the way, I want you guys to remember that if you're a podcaster and you want to do remote interviews, you should use what we use at Yogi's Podcast Network, which is Squadcast. Now, Squadcast is awesome because it records everybody's tracked separately and it records them locally first so you don't have any of those internet glitches that you get with zoom or skype or any of the other services it's amazing you just get weird weird things like being called uneducated astronaut when you join the room <laughs> they fixed that by the way in the new version you have to type your name in now that's disappointing i really like the weird names. but but here's the thing we can get a teeny tiny commission but it doesn't cost you anything extra. So if the, what regular price is you know, $10 a month, you're going to pay $10 a month. But we're going to get a little commission. If you just go to EliteSquadcast.com and sign up for Squadcast, you're not going to regret it. It is awesome. You've heard our episodes with Brian from your favorite blockhead. You've heard Jackson on here. You've heard 
Joy. You've heard. Isn't Lu- Jackson Lu- coming up? You've heard Lucia. You've yeah. heard all of these people, and they have all joined us by Squadcast. The only one who doesn't join us by Squadcast, Abe. We got to get Abe up with the technology. That's because Abe is a pain in the butt. <laughs> Abe, you pain in the butt. <laughs> I think Abe likes to call us from the bar on his cell phone. I think he does. <laughs> I love Abe. I haven't I haven't talked to Abe like actually talked to Abe in like three months. I have to give him a call. I've picked the topic for our next podcast too. Have you? Mm-hmm. Good. Well, we'll talk about that later. Might so. be controversial. Tune in. Be excited. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye, Brie. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production. 